The Christian Atheist is also available on YouTube, and you will find other great content, including the literature I frequently refer to, on our Simple Gifts podcast. If you find our content helpful, consider supporting us through PayPal at RomansChapter5 at Comcast.net. Welcome to the Christian Atheist, where faith and reason fuse in the Incarnation. Episode 44, Dialoguing with an Intelligent Critic, Part 1. Having an online dialogue with atheists can be both time-consuming and frustrating. For many Christians, it can also be quite intimidating. This week and next, I want to present to you a recent Facebook discussion with an intelligent critic. It is worthwhile to note the give and take of actual debate sometimes, rather than just having one side presented, as is too often the case on our podcast. From my perspective, I did not get my footing in this discussion until the end, but I learned important lessons. Note, I edited this exchange, and I expanded some of my own thoughts and contributions, but I tried to present the critic's position sympathetically. Critic, give me your best evidence for this God you believe in. You clearly know nothing about science. Until you can demonstrate that your God exists, and or that the stories and evidence for your God comport with reality, then all you are doing is believing in silly fairy tales. Not just that, but the God of the Bible is a very inept, bumbling moron with a penchant for cruelty. Christian Atheist Display for me in what I've said that I know nothing about science. This requires that you know more about science than I do, which I concede as a possibility, as I don't know you at all. You might be an astrophysicist. I am not. Your claim requires that you really know me, and I would like to know what evidence you have to make such a claim. You have now made two such sweeping claims about something or someone whom you know not at all. The second is that I lack critical thinking skills. Next, tell me what sort of evidence you would accept as evidence for God. Note, there is a parallelism here in requests, as I must concede that, for the most part, the sort of evidence that is being demanded from me is not available. Likewise, as there is no evidence this critic would accept for God's existence, he cannot answer my question. Perhaps, here, I failed to respond adequately. I have to think more on this issue, as knowing that I cannot deliver the product he is demanding, my only recourse is to attempt to modify his understanding of the situation. His demand for evidence is not irrational. It is a fair question and simply sidestepping it at this point may not be the best strategy. Critic, I asked for your best evidence for this God you claim exists. Anything asserted without evidence can be dismissed without evidence. The burden of proof lies on you to back your claim. You claim a God exists. Well, truth is that which comports with reality. So let's have your best evidence for this God of yours. Your claim about atheism leading to a meaningless world shows you are not very bright. It's up to any human being to give their life meaning. 
Are you one of those people who swears our lives are predestined by God according to a plan he has for us? That means the babies who die of cancer, as the parents beg for help that never comes, did so because that's how God wanted them to die? If that's the case, your God is a monster. Now, you have not even proven your God exists, but it's becoming obvious what his character is. He is also not a very smart deity. I mean, he flooded the world to get rid of wickedness. Did it work? Your God is cruel and not very bright. And I do not think you have any good evidence for his existence. I will then see if that evidence comports with reality and logic. Christian Atheist Hi, Critic. Unless you can actually discuss rationally instead of throwing unsubstantiated ad hominems or slurs, there is no reason to engage you. It is you that has repeatedly made claims with no evidence. I have literally put myself out there, as I have a podcast that tells my story. There are over 40 episodes. Engage with my content. There's plenty of it. And I make no claim to infallibility. You might very well give me reason to rethink things if you engage me rationally. It happens to me constantly. If you'd like to engage me, engage me, and not the straw man you have erected here. Just to give you some idea of the sort of concrete engagement I have in mind, I asked you what sort of evidence you would accept for God's existence. That is sort of basic to a rational discussion, isn't it? Yet you refuse to answer the question. Note. Again, here, I am not fully satisfied with my response. It is too combative and too defensive. Critic. I am engaging you. You claim God exists. The burden of proof is on you to prove the claim. I answered your question about what evidence. I said, give me your best evidence. If you have truth, it should withstand any scrutiny. Also, the Bible says you should be ready at all times to give reason for your faith. Christian Atheist I know how the game works, critic. You constrain the notion of what constitutes evidence in such a way that any evidence I provide can be effectively dismissed. I was an atheist for 25 years. I know the arguments. I still find them rational. I do not consider atheism an irrational position. I consider it an inadequate position. I could probably make the case against God as well or better than most atheists out there. The case for God starts with acknowledging the possibility. When you effectively deny the possibility, there is no evidence to give, as there is none you will accept as evidence. That is why I asked you to tell me what evidence you would accept as evidence for God. I make the claim that God's existence cannot be proven, but there is precious little that can. This is why we call it faith. The burden of proof claim is all too common. It is a worthwhile claim when someone is really open, but it's a waste of time when your mind is already made up. I know because as an atheist, I dismissed all the things that came at me that I now consider evidence for God for 25 years. Even if there was a gnawing core in my belly that said, what if you're wrong? Belief in God is not irrational, but pre-rational. I would say ontological, but that is a term of art from philosophy 
that you may or may not understand. I have come to understand faith as the very foundation of rationality. But that realization resulted from opening myself up to the possibility that my denial of God was prejudicial, was motivated reasoning. Without God, I find no good reason to accept all that I value in this universe, as its foundation is gone. I make no claim to know God exists. I believe it, and I do so rationally. You may believe that he doesn't. I don't deny the rationality of your faith. I deny its adequacy to explain our human reality. Critic I do not have to make a case against an imaginary God. You have to back your claim that a God exists. Truth is that which comports with reality. I am open to the idea of the existence of a God, but you must provide evidence to back that claim. Just because you believe it does not make it real, child. Christian Atheist Thank you so much for the compliment on my youthful presentation. Truth is indeed that which comports with reality. That is vital to the case for God's existence. What is reality, critic? As a philosophy professor, I have been exploring that question most of my life, and philosophers have been exploring it for millennia now. The best human minds in history, including present-day science, have been exploring that question, and we are, in many ways, as unable to answer it now as we have ever been. For me, I have come to believe that God is that ultimate reality, as expressed in the famous I Am. I do not claim to understand this reality, since by definition it is higher than and beyond my limited human understanding. But I have reason to believe that because my rationality reflects the divine rationality, my search for truth is not in vain that my rational nature can usefully seek after that truth. If there is no such thing as reality and truth, then what's the use? As to your asking for evidence, what sort of evidence, again, would you accept as evidence for God's existence? Are you looking for a pile of divine crap, like you do for deer sign in the woods? Are you looking for tracks, in a cloud chamber, like electrons. None of those things reflect the sort of being that God is. You seem to think that applying naturalistic scientific notions to a supernatural being makes sense. There is some of that we can apply to the study of God. But there are also other ways to explain them away, if you are inclined to do so. The resurrection of Christ is worth studying historically as a form of evidence, if you are truly open, as you say. So, again, I ask what sort of evidence would you accept as evidence of God's existence? Critic, you are deflecting now. Just because you believe God is the ultimate reality does not make that reality. I could believe that reality is based on the existence of purple smurfs, but that does not make it so. Stop talking about your interests in philosophy and stop trying to muddy the subject with talks of what is or is not real. We could play games with semantics all day long and neither of us gets anywhere. You claim God exists. 
but reality and science show us no good evidence for that claim. Note the careful nature of this claim. He does not say that science has proven that God does not exist, nor even that science claims that God does not exist. He is an intelligent and measured critic, until he talks about the Bible, of course. Even worse are the claims of the Christians and their Bible. That book falls apart under any scrutiny whatsoever. Scientifically, it's absurd. Christian Atheist Yes, I do claim God exists, but I don't know this. I believe it. The world about us makes far too much sense, is far too accurately correlated with rational structures. Science works. We are able to discover truths about this world we inhabit. We as human beings are by nature oriented toward a transcendent reality, as we believe that right and wrong exist that some things should not be done, and that others should. We believe that our rational search is for truth, even though we always fall short of it. We rank order everything in our world, pointing to a highest value. It is this highest value that I associate with God. You are representing the world to yourself as made up of facts, and looking only at those facts. But this does not provide an adequate account of human reality. If all we encountered were facts, we could not differentiate our world into categories. We human beings are fascinated by agency. This is a function of our rational nature, that which differentiates us from the rest of the animals. How is it that human rational consciousness, standing outside the natural order of things, came to be? I have no decisive evidence for God. If I did, it wouldn't be faith, and God wouldn't be God, but something else. What convinces me that God exists is the build-up of a life's worth of evidence, 25 years of which we're seeking to prove that He didn't exist. I believe in God because the whole picture makes more sense with God and all the value that I find is grounded in reality if he exists. So, as you say, my believing in God doesn't make him exist. But if it did, I wouldn't be interested in that God. But your not believing doesn't make him not exist either. Belief does not affect reality. It must conform to it. One of us is right. I choose to cast my lot with God, as my life's experience and rational processes of exploring these questions led me here. I have no regrets in choosing theism, as I did as an atheist, even though I still have all the doubts that I had when I was an atheist. That is the nature of faith. It is much more pliable and open to the ambiguities of life than the ongoing attempt to convince myself that I know something I can't know, that God does not exist. I am a Christian with the searching and skeptical mind of an atheist. I don't want to believe anything that isn't true. I know both sides of the looking glass 
and I know them with open eyes. I choose Christ's side. I invite you to join me from wherever you stand before the looking glass. That's this week's episode. Thanks for listening. And remember, you can have your religious cake and eat it too. You can have reason, respect for science, a 21st century worldview, and be a Christian.